Buenos dias. Welcome to another daily devotion with El Padre. I'm going to switch out. I'm going to go from Clark Kent to Superman. <laughs> These are the uh, the ones that are supposed to be non-reflective. All right. Well, now I can't read. So let's see. Today. We are in Luke chapter 24, verses 36 through 52. We're going to do it. We're going to accomplish it. We're going to complete our study through Luke today. Thank you so much for being faithful to these videos. Thank you for being faithful to the podcast. Thank you for being faithful to study the Word of God. I know that for so many people, this is a chore and I'm hoping that these videos help it to become a delight, to where it's something that you look forward to, not just because it's me and Pastor Dan, you know, bringing you the wonderfulness, but because uh, you learn to love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And we know that one of the ways we can love the Lord with our mind is by filling it full of his word. So, uh, let's uh, jump in. We've got, let's see here, um, we've got roughly, well, yeah, we got some time. So, let's, let's go ahead, let's jump in. Uh, if you haven't read it yet, please go ahead and do so. It's not very long. Uh, and so, let's, let's get going. Um, so, it says in verse 36, as they were saying these things, he himself stood in their midst. What is he referring to? Well, he's referring to the section we read yesterday where Jesus had showed up to these guys on the road to Emmaus. And those guys uh, in turn went to uh, the rest of the disciples and were freaking out, kind of telling everybody, hey, like, you know, we saw, we saw him. We saw the Messiah. We um, and, and they're telling him everything that he said, everything he did, that he's, that he's really alive. And they're saying, as they were saying these things, he himself, he himself, sorry, stood in their midst. And so uh, Jesus, while they're talking about him, just sort of appears out of nowhere. And he said to them, peace to you. It's like... Uh, you know, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, peace to you. Uh, you know, maybe he said it like that. Maybe he said, peace to you. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly how he said it. Uh, if you are a, a fan of Hebrew, you would say he, that he said, shalom, which is the traditional, even now, uh, it's it's the, the main greeting. It would be like, hello. Here in English, or hey, or what's up, or I don't know. I don't, what do you say? I, I, I don't, I'm trying to think now, under pressure, how do I say hello? Uh, but Jesus greets them. Hello, peace to you. Uh, but they were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. So um, this is something that comes up every once in a while. Uh, that people will say, like, do you believe in ghosts? Do you not believe in ghosts? 
Um, I do think it's important to recognize maybe like what what do you consider a ghost maybe um, but uh, the disciples at this particular stage most certainly uh, and even like throughout the the rest of the stories like when Jesus is walking on water at that time they thought they saw a ghost too and so they this is a group of people that does believe in ghosts um, and so, what exactly that means, I'm not sure. Uh, do, does that mean you believe in uh, angels and demons? Absolutely, they believed in that. I believe in that. Uh, I believe in in ghosts in the sense of uh, spirits. Uh, I think that, that 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 is fair, and we can get into more of that maybe on a, on a different day. But uh, let's let's keep going. He says, "Why are you troubled?" He asked them. And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. It, it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you can see I have. Uh, I, I think that this is so interesting because Jesus just, once again, nails them to the heart, nails them to the core, uh, that, that really what they're dealing with is doubt. Uh, they've, they've had the testimonies of the ladies. Uh, they've had the testimonies of the two disciples that uh, had seen that the tomb was empty. Um, and they had the testimony of the two guys on the road or, or the two people from the road to Emmaus. And uh, they, they are standing there looking at a man that they saw get arrested. Some of them saw his death. They know he was buried. Um, the whole community of Jerusalem witnessed it. Uh, maybe the disciples saw it from afar. Uh, we know that John uh, was there and even saw him at the cross. And so, like, this is a man they've watched die. He's been buried for three days. Uh, and the, they're just at this place to where they, like, it's hard for them to understand. And they're in a place of disbelief because this doesn't happen every Tuesday. This doesn't happen every Thursday. It's not like daily devotions that happens every day. Uh, this this happens very rarely where somebody is raised from the dead. Um, but it happens. And so it, and it definitely happened. Um, and so as, as a church, this here, uh, this is a pillar in our in our denomination, this is a pillar at Redeeming Life Fellowship that Jesus is alive, that he was raised from the dead, uh, and that he is a real person, and that he has flesh. Uh, let's get into this a little bit more. Flesh and bones, as you can see, I have. I wonder if Jesus was like, come on, guys, I have flesh and bones. You know, feel, come feel uh, and then he says this, having said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. But while they were still amazed and in disbelief because of their joy. Now, this is interesting. It seems as if maybe maybe they were full of joy the whole time. Um, but the reason for their disbelief is because something good has happened and they're so excited. They're filled with joy. It would be kind of like if you're a huge 
Green Bay Packers fan like Dan, Pastor Dan, Uncle Dan, to some of you. Um, and you're, you're just this giant fan. You watch all the games. Uh, you've gone to some games. But somebody just like walks up to you and says, here you go. Uh, this is an all-access pass to the team. You get to be with the team uh, as much as you want, as long as you want. Um, you, you can stand with them on the field. You can be with them in the locker room. You can hear all the plays. Um, it's more than a documentary. You're standing there. You're in it. Uh, and, and you're like, what? That would be crazy. That's, that's what they're... That's what they're experiencing. They're experiencing disbelief and joy simultaneously because they want to believe because he's standing there. They're excited about this. This is something that they, uh, they but, but they watched him die. So their minds are having trouble comprehending. Uh, but while they were still amazed and in disbelief because of their joy, he asked them, do you have anything to eat? And so they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate it in their presence. Because we all know ghosts don't eat. I think we all know that. Have you, have, do you know any ghosts that eat? Uh, I'll be honest, I, I don't watch horror movies, so I don't know what like the reputation of like bad ghosts are. Uh, he told them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you. That everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. This is incredibly important. Uh, this is something a lot of people don't understand. Um, I've seen a lot of people in the atheist community and in like just the we hate Christianity community say that because Jesus had to fulfill the law that that makes him like this stone-throwing jerkwad um, that, like, really hates. It is like a misogynist and sexist. And... But, um, needless to say, the, the point is here uh, that Jesus said that the things that were written in the books of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Uh, I think that this is important because he's not... Keep in mind, it doesn't say that they are fulfilled fully uh, because there's stuff written that still has not yet been fulfilled. Uh, but he's saying that these things must be fulfilled, um, that the, everything written about me in the Law of the Prophets and the Moses must be fulfilled in the sense that um, there's still stuff to be fulfilled, like the Second Coming, yeah, that... The Jesus entering Jerusalem uh, through the East Gate. Uh, Jesus, um, you know, the, the Messiah establishing a physical kingdom and a physical reign on the earth. Uh, that Those are some things that have not been fulfilled, but are going to be fulfilled. Uh, and so he, he's saying, like, look, guys, my death and resurrection had to take place. It was written... Everything that I am doing, that you see me do, this is all stuff that has to happen um, in order for the scriptures to be fulfilled. He also said to them, this is what was written, the Messiah would suffer and rise from the dead the third day. And repentance 
for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So uh, he, he begins this little section here. He, he starts telling them that the Messiah would suffer and rise from the dead, that that's stuff that um, it, it's written about. And then also that repentance and, and forgiven, forgiveness of sins, according to the little note at the bottom, uh, it could say and, or it could just be like one message, repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Uh, this is still for us. Uh, this is something that we can take, we can do with this particular passage, that repentance for forgiveness of sins must be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, that me and you have a responsibility to proclaim the name of Christ in the nations. And that, that includes the United States, that's, that includes Indiana, that includes Whitley County, Huntington County, that includes Columbia City and Huntington and South Whitley and the other little areas around uh, these are all places uh, that need to hear the gospel. They need to hear that repentance for forgiveness of sins can, is available in Jesus' name. Uh, and so you are witnesses of these things, meaning uh, the disciples are responsible to say, look, I saw this stuff happen and I'm, I, I'm an eyewitness to this. Um, and look, I am sending you what my father promised as for you to stay in the city until you are empowered from on high. Uh, one of the other ways to say it, as for you, stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Uh, in other words, um, we're, we're probably going to pause there. Uh, I, I think that it's worth saying here that uh, Jesus fully intends for the message for these witnesses to carry, for them to be clothed with power in order to carry out that message, that they're not just supposed to go on their own throughout the world, taking all this, this message of repentance of sins in Jesus' name to, to everywhere in the world, all on their own. Like Jesus is saying, look, I have to go to the Father, but I'm sending the Holy Spirit He's going to clothe you in power, and then you will be able to then go throughout the world, uh, empowered from on high. And I think that this is super vital for each and every one of us, that as we go forward and as we take the message of repentance of sins, uh, you know, in Jesus' name to Columbia City, that we're not doing it in our own flesh, that we're doing it through the power of uh, the Holy Spirit, through the power from on high, uh, through the power that, that was gifted to us by Jesus from the Father. Uh, and I think that when we do it in our flesh, um, you know, it just doesn't go well. And here, here's something uh, that it, it would seem as if, what I was kind of starting earlier, is that there's two experiences for the believer. Uh, obviously, in Acts chapter 2, uh, when the Holy Spirit comes on them, uh, and for, I think it's Acts chapter 9 or 10 as well, where the Holy Spirit shows up, the people, boom, they believe in Jesus, uh, they, they, 
you know, repent of their sins, they get baptized in the Holy Spirit, they receive the Holy Spirit, like everything sort of happens at once. Um, they're, they're filled with the Holy Spirit and, and the power of Him, and they're able to uh, do supernatural things, prophesy, um, all kinds of things that you can only do if you have the Holy Spirit. And so um, I, it, it would seem, based on Ephesians and some of the Gospel accounts, that there's that there are two uh, experiences where when you, um, you could say uh, when you are born again, you receive the Holy Spirit. Or when you, uh, with the way that we do it, I, I just gave away my wristband, but um, the way we do it with Revive, where that if you confess your, with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, meaning if you're willing to say out loud, Jesus, I want you to be in charge of my life, because I believe in my heart that you were raised from the dead. Uh, or if you, you, there's another way to say it based on Ephesians, where you would say, Jesus, I want you to come, take over my life, uh, come live in my heart. Um, where, it, But with that uh, comes the, uh, maybe you're not saying, Jesus, um, you know, I repent for my, my sins, but, but it's in there. Uh, because at any time you repent, what is repentance? Repentance is changing your mind, changing the way that you do things. If you go from not believing in Jesus to believing in Jesus, that is repentance, whether you use those words or not. So uh, that's it for today. Uh, and maybe this is your first time watching these daily videos and you've enjoyed them. You're welcome to subscribe to the channel, click the little bell. And we will notify you bright and early every day when our videos come out. Uh, also, if you are new here and maybe you've never had this experience where you've been clothed with power, uh, I'm going to pray for you right now that you can receive that power. If, if you've been saved, you can have this power. This is a power for you. Uh, and if you have not been saved, if you would just pray a little quick prayer with me right now, uh, and then I'll pray for everyone else right after that. So. Uh, Jesus, uh, just repeat after me. Jesus, I surrender my life to you. So forgive me of my sin. Uh, I, I believe that you were raised from the dead. And for those of, the, of you that are, 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 are new here, uh, that would like that gift of power, just say this. Jesus, I receive your gift of power. In Jesus' name. Lord, we, we ask that everybody that watches this video, anybody that repeated after me to, to, to receive your, your spirit to, to be saved, to be justified, Jesus, that you would uh, that you would do those things. And Lord, we ask that your power would fall from on high on each and every one of us, that we'd be able to walk uh, with your message as we go forward uh, in your name to carry out this forgiveness of repentance of sins, Lord, that, that people would trust in you, that they would be able to be saved, that they would be able to walk out a righteous life because of your death on the cross and resurrection. In Jesus' name. That concludes today's video. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you again tomorrow. Peace out, Girl Scouts.